And this is the week the podcast becomes relevant. I, I swear it really is. It really is. I was like, finally, it was like, this is very exciting to me because we have a very special guest on this week who I've known for a very long time. And she happens to be one of the stars of the biggest movie going right now, Megan, that's out in theaters right now. And I was just like messaging her, telling her how happy I was for her and like how exciting, like it's such a big hit. And it was like, I'll be damned. You're coming on the podcast. And she, she agreed. She agreed to it. We are, we are in the zeitgeist. We are in the zeitgeist. It's taken two and a half years, but here we are. Finally happening. Everything's aligning. I am thrilled. Very excited. Jen Van Epps. Yes, sorry. Yes, I was going to say we're very excited to have her on the podcast, talk about her film, her career, how this all happened, how wonderful New Zealand is. Oh, yeah. I'm packing my bags after this. Going. We're going to cover it all. It's quite a day. Quite a day. So get ready. It really is. And it's Friday the 13th we're recording this. I happen to like Friday the 13th. It's, well, it's Colgate Day. So it's like whatever. Every Friday the 13th is Colgate Day. I don't, I don't even want to get into it. I'm, I'm done with that school, as I've said a million times. Well, I'm Chrissy, and this is That's Outrageous. And I'm Anne, and I'm still wondering what Colgate Day is. <laughs> <laughs> Colgate Day. Colgate Day. <laughs> All right, Anne, well, we're going to have Jen on in just a minute. But first, I just want to do a real, just one quick story. It's actually more of a quiz for you. Oh, my. I wasn't prepared for a quiz, but all right. I'm testing your knowledge. Well, I, I, you know, I feel like you do have your finger more on the pulse of the zeitgeist than I do. Do I? That's upsetting. Okay. I don't know. Oh, listen, the bar is very low when it comes to me. It is low. There was a post on Instagram just recently near the end of 2022 that has now become the biggest Instagram post of all time. Most liked, most liked. liked. Okay. And I feel like that record probably was held by like a Kardashian. Well, that's also part of the interesting part of the story. The record had been held by a photo of an egg. Just a single egg against a white seamless. I remember that. But then like one of the Kardashians' babies, I think, broke that record. Yeah, well, now it's been broken again. What, Anne, what do you think is now the most liked photo on Instagram? The most liked photo on Instagram. Can you give me a hint? Is it a celebrity? It is a sports figure. Is it the guy from the Buffalo Bills? No, although that's a, that's a definitely a good guess. That's a very good guess. A sports figure you're asking the wrong fucking person uh i know maybe but i just thought maybe you would have heard about it some kind of soccer star yes from argentina yes i couldn't tell you a name i just know yes. that Argentina won the world cup so so the most liked instagram post right now is by Lionel messi from the world cup i've heard that name yes yes it is after the victory it is of him kissing the world cup that is now the number one most liked post in the world. What? How many likes is that? At least in the screenshot, it has 74 million likes. Holy moly. Well, good for him. Yeah. It's from his, his Instagram account. Previous to that, the egg had 59 million. That's upsetting to me. 
Well, and the egg had beaten before that. It was Kylie Jenner. So it went Kylie Jenner, egg, Leodel Messi. What a world. What a world. Yes. I don't like him or follow him on Instagram, but good for him. Yeah, he, I think he's a nice fellow. Well, good. Good for him. This is yes. riveting. This has been a riveting <laughs> quiz. <laughs> I mean, a riveting quiz on, on Colgate J. All right. All right. Well, on that note, let's just get to our guest then. Yeah, let's get to Jen, who actually is riveting. I find her to be an absolute ray of sunshine in this dark world. And if I could like her Instagram posts to 74 million, I would. All right. Well, I can't wait. Let's go. Here we go. Let's bring on Jen, Jen Van Epps. So everybody, we have such a treat. I'm so excited that my old friend, I want, I always want to see Jen Brown, but it's Jen Epps, <laughs> who is this one of the stars of Megan. That's like the number one, it's the number one movie. Isn't it? I mean, all of these statistics, like it's the highest grossing movie in the first week of January in a decade when I read it's a huge hit. It's a huge hit. So we are thrilled that I am thrilled. I would, I would love to see a penny of that. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we're thrilled. I mean, I saw it opening weekend with a bunch of people. We went packed movie theater sold out everybody was cheering and laughing and it was like I was like they got a hit on their hands this is yeah welcome Jen it's so nice to have you on the podcast thank you for having me I I really appreciate it yeah and and knew me when I was a 20 year old trying to sneak into saddle ranch on sunset (laughs) back in the days Yeah, Jen was a client of what I, my first job when I moved to LA was, I was like a work for an agent and was like the front desk person yes. of Danny Hoff, who and I just texted with yesterday, but, um, and Jen was one of the commercial clients. I was, it was, you were a ray of sunshine and actually they wouldn't take me theatrically. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, jokes on, jokes on them. This is going to be me just like, this is my burn book. This is what this is going to be. You ready? That's right. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I wasn't ready. I mean, that's, we can talk about that. I, you know, back when you knew me then, and when I was young, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready internally. I think there was a lot of work emotionally and spiritually and X, Y, and Z in order for me to even like get to, to even have a conversation with you guys without feeling like, why would anyone want to talk to me? You know, but here you are, here I am. And what a journey. Yeah. So since then, so, so since being born and raised in LA, starting your acting career, you now live in New Zealand. Auckland, New Zealand. And when did you move? I feel like it's been at least, what, six, seven years? 2018. It was not, you know, when recently people have said, are you a COVID escapee? And I was like, I am not. I was a Trump escapee. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would have tagged along with you. I've been like, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yes. But yeah, we, we honestly, like I we needed a familial energetic shift. Like maybe that sounds wanky, but that's just like the truth of it. Like I, we just needed something to happen. And there was just so much like anger and frustration and psychoticness happening in the, in the States. I was just like fomenting that. I just felt like 
when the opportunity presented itself, I was like, flag it, let's go. Like what, what else, what else are we doing? But when you moved you guys, did you know anyone there? No. Did you? Um, we did. So what, so basically, so my husband's a doctor and that's why we got a residency. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, a visa, that was the only me. reason I thought it was because he had his, got his residency. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Visa. So, I mean, we have like a, a as of many places, we have quite a critical source shortage of medical personnel, especially doctors and nurses. And so as my husband, Greg was finishing his residency in, we were in Seattle in Seattle. Yep. Someone had like kind of dropped a little nugget in his head and said like, oh, I'm moving there. You want to come down? And at that time, our daughter was 18 months. I'm like, well, why the hell not? Like no one will miss us in LA. Sure. Then he said he found a job in LA that he liked. And I was like, okay, don't complain about the traffic, the smog, whatever. A year and a half later, fuck this place, you know, Um, (laughs) and this job and this new president. No. Yeah. I'm going to watch what I say because I feel like I could be found. I am in Idaho. I'm just joking. Um, Listen, you're hiding out in Idaho right now. No one's. I'm hiding in Idaho, which is that's why I'm like, let me watch what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> get me out here. Yeah, um, the windows. Yeah. So so it got brought up again, and I was like, if you're gonna bring it up again, then we're going. And actually, now this is really funny. We were just at his parents' house, and he found a, a journal. He's not a journaler. I don't really remember what it is, but he had written. It goes, oh, it's a travel journal. And it asks you, like, what are the top places you want to be, uh, want to go, where you want to visit? And New Zealand was on this list. This was, like, from 20, 2001 or something. Really? Yeah, New Zealand. It was never on my list. I was like, who, where, what? Like, I have friends that are like, oh, how's Australia? I'm like, totally different country. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine, but I'm not there. Had you been to New Zealand before you moved no. No, here, sight unseen, six oh bags God. and golf clubs. <gasps> that is crazy. With a baby. With a baby. Well, she was three. I That's mean, it was a leap baby. of faith. I mean, I think it's kind of like sometimes you just have to leap. And I, I haven't always been really great at that. But sometimes you, you just have to check the fear or feel as as people say, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I'd always wanted to like live somewhere else. I've traveled, but I hadn't really lived for an extensive amount of time somewhere else. So it was just, why not? And it's been gangbusters since, guys. It's been it really great. has. We were just saying that. So it's like you leave LA, which is assumed that's like where you go when you want to be yeah. an actress, be an actor. And since you moved to New Zealand, you've gotten like amazing parts. Yeah. It's been, you know, like I, I think I was saying earlier, a, a big part of, I think the reason why I didn't necessarily succeed that sounds so I don't know how that sounds but it wasn't working like I wanted to was I mean I was my biggest I was my my biggest block I had some serious internal things I need to work out including like some serious anxiety issues like there's just things I needed to um kind of get in check and again it's like you know you kind of go to like small ponds and you're a big fish not in any sort of way because the first two years I was there was not really booking. I mean, I did, I worked, but I did change agencies and that, and that was like a gut feeling where I was like, no, 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 I really should go back to that place. And after that, that was like, it was just like night and day for, it, again, there's, it's a small place and all the top agencies, they, everyone, you get the same stuff, but I am very much a person that, that goes off of like energy and, and vibes. That's right. 
That's right. Where's my crystal? Right. <laughs> vibes, baby. This movie, part of it was filmed in New Zealand, I guess. Is that how you got the role? Yes. Yeah. So the big bulk of it was filmed last year. Six weeks. I always say six weeks. Was it five? It was like six weeks. Boom. Like in there, in and out. Like I was like, what are we making here? Is this even going to be any good? I don't know. Whatever, you know? And then we did some reshoots this year. There was like another week here. And then there was like bits and pieces that happened like a day here, a day here in like LA and New Orleans, something like that. But the principal photography happened in New Zealand, in Auckland. Which is crazy because the movie, it's supposed to be what, Colorado? Seattle. Seattle, sorry, Seattle. Your, your old home turf. Yeah, you like That's it. right. So I was like, oh, I get that. I understand this. And really, you know, most of it, if you haven't seen it for anyone that's listening, like most of it, it's interior. So it doesn't even really matter. You know, you could be anywhere. Yeah. So it's, it was my, I was just very lucky. I was just very lucky to be the right place, the right time and had a casting director that really believed in me and put me in front of the director and the producers. And that's the rest is history. And that's the thing. Like you're able to, because it's a smaller place, you're able to like, build these connections but more more easily than in LA when there's like I don't know how many hundreds and hundreds of like casting director whatever it is yeah. it's just such a it's such a big big pool and it can feel really daunting um that's why you know a lot of people go to smaller markets because it's it's even if you're talented like all the external pressures and the unknowns it's it's hard to wade through all of that really and I ain't a tough bitch I always <laughs> people think I am but I literally am like you're like, oh, I didn't know you struggled with that. I'm like, oh, I'm just a wobbly mess inside. I just happen to like, aren't we all? Well, I mean, I feel like my sister isn't, but, but everybody <laughs> else. Like I always wanted to be like her. I'm like, she's just like, it's fine. I'm like, oh, is it fine? I don't know. My husband's always like, just stop thinking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. You know, that's how it works. Just turn, turn the brain off. Yeah. Brain off. Which crystal works with that one? I don't know. Which one? Um, a tourmaline, perhaps, or a tourmaline, or a amethyst. I'm an amethyst junkie. Love an amethyst. Very I love the rose quartz. A little rope for your heart chakra. Right, that's right. Do you like any rocks, Chrissy? Are you like you too? No, not cases. I'm too grounded. I hate to say it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in the crystal sphere. He thinks I'm deranged. I don't think my so. husband thinks I'm deranged. It's okay. He'll be like, Oh, are you doing your Wiccan circle? I'm like, that's a religion. Yeah. Oh, Nick will call me. He'll go, Are you being like a witch? Like, if I'm lighting like Palo Santo, he's like, I feel like you're a witch. And I was like, If I was, I'd be much more successful. <laughs> it depends on how you measure success. In. Well, that's right. you know what? I don't know. I, I got to get a spell for that one. I don't know. Aww. That's right. Yeah. So, Megan, just it, it's honestly, it's, it's a dream because. You know, five years ago, if you would have said, even right before we got to New Zealand or when I got there, if you would have said, oh, Jen, you're going to be in a movie that was number two after Avatar in sales. And I'd be like, okay, you're high, you know, like, okay. <laughs> I literally have been like watching my baby for four years, doing nothing, having a, I had no career. Like, I can't even say, I can't even like pretend and say like, oh, it was just a slump. No, girl, like ain't shit happening. Like nothing was happening. And again, that's, I can, I can honestly say a big part of it was just myself. And I'm just a softie. My parents raised me too nice, too well. They took way too good care of me. Like I, I'm just a bit soft. 
And New Zealand was able to like, it's funny that I feel like I'm there and I'm the like straight shooter and I don't feel like I'm particularly tough, you know, and I'm there, you know, they're so nice. It's very like British culture where it's like um, passive aggressive, it reminds me of Seattle, slightly passive aggressive, really tender, really overly like worried about like, am I infringing on whatever it is you're doing? And I'm like, just tell me, what do you need? You know, like, what is it? <laughs> like I'll be on set and someone's like, so, um, would you like to have your breakfast before you get into wardrobe or after, you know, whatever you want to do. And I'm like, Oh, I'll do it after. Like, well, actually, do, do you think you could do it first? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> then why do you say we're having it first? Yeah. Tell me. Just tell me do it first. But people are so kind. Like, I think they just don't want to like put anyone out, you know? Yeah. So this movie is about an AI doll named Megan. Yes. Who the, the character Gemma, who's the, yep. the main character, Allison Williams, she, yep creates this doll because she has unfortunately her family has died in a, a car accident and her niece has come to live with her she's now the guardian of, of That's right. her niece uh katie yeah she's like a single invent i thought it was funny that she's like a genius and in- robot inventor but she works at a toy company well yeah she'd be like sending rockets to nasa the way she's like doing you guys are like doing your code and you're in there doing code well, but you know what, but in, in the movie, you know, again, like since the movie's out, there will be spoilers. So whoever's listening and hasn't seen it, just turn it off and listen. Yeah, to and go see it. Go see and it. Go see movies, it. Because it is one of the fun ones to see in the movies because the crowd and claps and like, it's a good one to see in the movies. I agree. I mean, I would say this. I mean, I guess the thing is like, if you notice like in her, again, I can't speak to the character. I would have to ask Allison, but from my perspective, like when you think about her, she's probably been a toy junkie forever. She has all these collectible toys in her house. Like, right. And it's like, kind of like the dream. I would say like, you know, there's some people that could be a brilliant engineer at NASA and they end up building video games. You know, I think it's just what your passion is really. But yeah. So Chrissy, you were, sorry, continue. What were your, what was your. No, I was going to say when you read the script, were you like immediately, like, this is something I need to do. This is such an interesting idea. Like, or were you just like, oh, I'm so happy they called me. I'll do whatever it is. Oh, are you kidding me? That's number two. I literally was like, what? Yeah, what? I was like, I was like, wait, Blumhouse? I'm sorry. Wait, excuse me. Like, you know, Get Out is like, come yeah. on. Like, in the pantheon of amazing American cinema and also just like personally for my own background, it's just, it was a transformational movie. So I was like, of course. Yeah, it was one house alone. You're like, you had me there. No one was offering me shit, okay? It was just like, <laughs> hey, here's an audition. Uh-huh. You want to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure, that seems fun. Do you like horror? No, but sure, you know? But actually, like, for the callback, I watched Gerard's film Homebound. And if you haven't seen this movie, please do. No, I haven't seen it. What is it? It's so funny. It's called Homebound. And it, it, when you, when I watched that, I then understood what Megan was going to be. Cause you read it and you're like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, I get it, but what's the tone. And then once I saw that movie, it was like, aha, I get okay. it. Yeah. Cause it's very funny. Like the movie's funny. It's very self-aware. Yes. People are like, we're laughing out loud. Like the, the things that Megan says, are, it's, it's when she starts singing titanium, like we were, I know. Laughing. it's so funny. I've had to live that that for a year because I knew. So every time I would hear titanium, all I literally all I could think of was like Megan. Yeah. So I'm just for a year just being like giggle, giggle, you know. Yeah, Nick's like that's the best part. He's like he's he's like that was so funny. Was she already built? Like, are you reacting to anything or? Oh yeah. So I mean, 
let me just shout out the puppet team and the and Moreau, Adrian Moreau, who built Megan. But he, I mean, his work is incredible. Like she's just so basically what it is, there were three or four iterations of Megan. There's like a silicone skin they would put on Amy, who's the the little girl that was in the body. We never see her on screen, but we see her moving. There would be one that was like that with the eyes punched out so she could like walk and see things and do all the incredible body things she does. And then there would be, there's an, like an animatronic, I don't know what you call it. I don't know, animatronic, I guess, robot face basically. And so what would happen is like Adrian or his partner would be there with this little like joystick thing and they would have to manually, it's incredible. Like if you're like, okay, we need her to have this reaction shot and look that way and and you'd have to do it you know, whatever, I, you know, again, I didn't get to play with the, with the machine because it cost way too much money, cost more than my life is worth. So it's it just, it was just incredible. So then there was that, then there was just like a posable doll that would just be sitting in a corner. Then there was one that was like a puppet where like arms would go in. So mostly I interacted with, because usually, I, you know, if you watch the movie, you see, I'm generally with her when she's not actually walking and talking. We're like working on her. The system. Yeah. Right. And sorry, Jen, for those who don't know, what is your, like, what is your character? Oh, sorry. Film? Yeah. So um, I play Tess and I am the coworker and friend to Allison Williams, uh, Gemma character, and also to Brian Jordan Alvarez's character, Cole. And then also the, uh, I, we work for this guy, David, who's played by Ronnie Chang. Yeah. So we work in this, I'm a roboticist or robotics engineer at a toy company called funky with an I. And so, yeah, so my role really is, I mean, to support the lead characters and I'm kind of like the moral voice. I'm basically like everyone in the audience, like what the yes. fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's what I'm there for. I'm the, uh, yeah, I'm the moral voice of the story for the audience and also for Gemma, like, which is kind of nice. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Especially because I'm completely immoral in real life. So <laughs> She's a total monster, which shows you just I'm horrible. how good of an actor she is. Total monster. Exactly. I watched an interview with Allison Williams and she said she found the Megan doll, for lack of a better term, far more creepy when it was just sort of sitting off on the side, you know, between takes. Yeah. Then did you feel the same way than, than actually interacting in the movie with it? I think when I, we were interact, honestly, she's beautiful. That's why, again, I got to shout out the Moreau team. She's beautiful in person. Like she looks great on screen. There's only a couple, only a few times where they, that I can tell that they CGI'd her, but most of it really is like incredible, incredible, like an incredible build. And then Devin, oh, what is Devin Simon? He, he did all the like engineering bits inside anyway. So it, no, it, you just kind of marvel at it. I mean, you just look at her and go, holy shit, like someone built this. Yeah. You are beautiful, you know? And the only times, yeah, of course, what's creepy, it's like if you're walking and she's just in the corner, like if you see anything <laughs> in a dark corner that's like human, you're like, oh shit, you know? It was crazy. And there'd be like so many different wigs. And yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, I felt really comfortable. I felt comfortable and it was just a fun thing. It was the first time I brought my family on set. My then seven-year-old to like a- What did she think? Or she loved it. I think she was just like, wow, she will not be watching it. Yeah. I mean, I would let her, when it comes out, I'll let, let her watch parts of it, but she loved it. I think she just loved 
and my husband too, I think it was like, wow, some an assistant came out and like walked us in and you know, <laughs> fancy. like all that fancy. I mean, I still feel like that. I'm like, oh, wow. Thanks. You're going to, you, you're going to get me coffee. Oh, I, I don't drink coffee, but I'll have tea. Thank you so much. <laughs> like it's just so, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's just as fun for them as, as it is for me. And especially like, it feels like this was a movie. It's the mo- little movie that we didn't know could wait the little movie that could, there it is. Yeah. You know, because I think when we were, when, at least from my perspective, maybe for everyone's perspective, it's just kind of like, it'll be like a fun little thing. Maybe it'll be like a limited release. And then when we did the reshoots, it was like, holy shit, we're, you know, Universal says we're doing 42 countries. It's like 200, th- like something crazy. And I was like, what is happening here? No, I'm telling you, because I remember seeing the trailer months ago. Yeah. Nick makes me see like every horror movie in the movies, which is sometimes different. Love. <laughs> he loves horror movies. So uh-huh. we see them all in movies. But I remember seeing the trailer and they had the clip where she's dancing when she's dancing, you know. Yes. And people went crazy. And I was like, this is this is even before I knew you were in it. And we were yes. like, it's gonna be a good one. We gotta go see that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I gotta I also have to credit the marketing team. Holy yeah. shit. Like it's just really impressive. You know how it is. It's like there's no money, and then suddenly it's like there's money, you know. I don't yeah. know. Um yeah. oh. but it it's it's just, it's been wild. Like I literally, I just don't even know what's happening guys. It's like, I've been, I just don't even, I don't even know what's happening. And I just, it's like my, I, I've been on this journey so long to varying degrees of success, usually unsuccessfully, (laughs) but like, I, I guess like it's a a marathon and it, it, it was just me like digging down and trying to find and moving to New Zealand and my daughter going to school and me being like, I, I'm going to, it's kind of now or never, you know, it's, it really kind of is. And, and truthfully, it's like, what the fuck else can I do? I have no other marketable skills. Like this is it, you know, <laughs> I can tie my shoes and I can make, make like a cake. Like I, this is it's very, I have a very limited skill set. And then, you know, I am over 40 and, and that's when it started to happen. Like I, it's hard in an industry that's very, very much concerned about youth and the shiny new thing, mm-hmm. you know, like you can easily feel like, well, the ingenue, fa- I mean, I was never going to be an ingenue, but the ingenue phase is over and I'm, I'm never going to be X, Y, and Z, but I, I'm just so, again, I just credit New Zealand. I'm going to like start crying. I just, <laughs> New Zealand. Like I, 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 I want to move to New Zealand. It was sold. Come on down. Come on down. The energy is great. I mean, literally the energy is very good. Since, and you're an energy girl. I'm telling you, like, I can't explain it. Like people are like, what do you love about it? I'm like, it's the energy. Aotearoa. That's the Tereo Maori name for that. It's the, the name for the country Aotearoa. It is just so, if it's there, I mean, I, I would say like for any, like anything, you will attract what you want to attract. And that's really it. Yeah, And so yep. while I was feeling really locked up and anxious, I was just attracting shit, you know? And once I felt more free and started to do internal work, I was able to kind of see the bigger picture and realize, you know what? I deserve this as much as anyone else because I'm a human being and I'm alive. Like, that's it. Yep. So just yep. go for it. And if if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You still have like friends and families, but let me tell you what, I'm in fucking Megan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i love i was like leave it to jen brown to be like i'm fuck everybody i'm moving to new zealand i've got to start a new life and then like just starts killing it i mean i watched that movie you did with john cho 
Oh yeah. Don't make me go. So good. You were so good in it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was the ending threw me for a loop, but it was, it's, I know. it's a really good movie. And I just was like, man, since she, I, I mean, even before Megan, I was like, man, since she moved, she is left and right. Just like booking stuff and doing great. And it's just like, oh. it just made me so happy. I mean, there's only so many, I mean, honestly, part of it is just right place, right time, because there's not that many American, American actors. There definitely aren't any, I'm half Chinese, half black. There definitely aren't any half, there aren't any Blasian and there aren't any black people in my age range that plays a pretty wide age range. Yeah. I was going to say, it was you just, look, yeah, you're in your forties, but you look younger, way younger. You do, yeah. You do not look over 40. No. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I really have just capitalized on a need that, you know, the American Americans are going down there to shoot. Well, they need it to feel like America. Well, it's right. America's quite diverse. Right. And so it's just worked out. Yeah. <laughs> but I just happen to be there, you know, it really, and like, I mean, I have to say like, if we hadn't moved, I don't know if I would be how much acting I'd be doing. That sounds so weird, but yeah, being in LA, like how much acting would you have been doing? Yeah. Like there's, I think I would have, the fear cycle would have continued. You're not good enough. You know, like no one knows what to do with you. You don't even know know what to do with yourself. Like who wants to see you anyway? Like all this stuff that's untrue that you tell yourself. And so I was just able to breathe New Zealand, you know, also you're not walking around like worrying about going to a concert and getting shot up so there's that yeah oh that's God. good too i was like mm, that was another reason why we moved there's like a spate of mass shootings i can't even remember and i was like oh my god what is going on around here mm-hmm. not, to, yeah. not to turn into turn into you know debbie downer over here that's okay this podcast is brought to you by new zealand tourism exactly exactly Oh, I was just gonna say, did that like vibe of New Zealand translate to the set? Like, was the set also just sort yes. of a happy, um, more I don't know, laid back is the right word. Uh, laid back, because I would say um, Kiwis are very chill. Chill. Like I, that was one thing I was like, it was really exciting. Like we all went to dinner. It was like me, Allison, Ronnie, Brian, Stefan, who's Kiwi, but part of the cast. And we went out to dinner, and it was just like being able to be American and be like. Like Chihuahuas just like talking loudly and not, it was, that was really lovely. Cause in general, like New Zealanders are much more uh, relaxed. Um, like if I'm in the gym and I'm, I'm working out, I'll be the only person that's like, yeah, come on, let's go. You know, everyone else is just looking at me quietly in pain, just like sweating and crying. But um, yeah, I would say like, it, it's very, relaxed you know like Gerard as a director is in obviously a genius but he's so relaxed there's no yelling there's no shouting there's no screaming any of that but the work ethic is amazing people are really kind like I I love it and for me because it is such a small industry and we don't have that many people I always see people that I I've worked with on the last project and then the last project and then you know I just did a few projects and I keep jumping to next project this project and I'm like Oh, yay. It makes you feel more comfortable. I think as an actor or, or just as Jen, I just feel that much more comfortable when I feel like, oh, I know everybody. It's like a little right. family. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, of course people squabble and people talk shit in their own ways behind each other's backs, you know, but there's no yelling and there's no, um, it's just what gentler, gentler society in a lot of ways. 
And I'm just so grateful. Like I will shout it to the mountaintops. Like I, I'm so indebted to the country. I should go donate blood. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I haven't done it in a long time. Like, let me go donate blood. I have good blood. I'm like, oh, negative. Oh, positive. Some O. The whatever. one that's universal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Um, well, I think that just getting back to the film for a second, I read a couple of things. Like uh, one thing is, first of all, that I, AI technology is not that far off from actually being a reality in terms of that yeah. doll. And also they were, I had read that they were saying it's sort of a commentary on modern parenting, how yes. you know, a lot of parents just sort of offload for whatever yes. reason, they're busy, they're working, whatever, they're parenting yeah. to devices and the dangers that lie within doing something like that. So yeah. I think it it is a horror film and it is funny and whatever, but it also has a message, a scary message that's even scarier yes. than the film itself, perhaps. Yeah, well, that's kind of Jane's art where she's like that. That's a, I literally say that. Like yeah. you were saying that, I'm like, I literally look at her and say what you just said in, in a better way. It's kind of like, what are we even doing here? That's not what we're supposed to be doing. Like why, you, you were supposed to build something, uh, I'll just say like quick, it, without saying it all, but it's basically like, we're supposed to be making something that's like fun. And now you've turned it into like a parent. And it's true. Like I, I, I do think that even myself, I have my own like Instagram addictions. Like it's just too easy to scroll. Like I, I know that about myself. And I recognize my daughter looking at me and saying like, mommy, you're on the phone. I'm like, Ooh, I'm on the phone. Yeah. I've heard. But that is a huge takeaway about that. It's not just about parenting. I think it's just in general, in society, what is our relationship to technology, to social media? And is it a good thing that we're yoked to this technology? And, and yeah. in some ways it's been detrimental, I think, to just natural human connection. Like, I feel like kids were always, teenagers are always terrible at talking to people. They're like even worse now. Like, it's like people, yeah. they don't have any social skills. I think it's a good, it's a, it's a movie that's not self-serious that has a deeper message to say, hey, let's self-reflect and think about this. Yep. Yeah. Technology with the with the lockdown, I think kids yeah. a certain age in that time frame are like struggling. They're struggling. Yeah. I mean, even my daughter, there's this one part in the end of the movie where um Violet McGraw's character, Katie, the, the doll gets taken away. Anyways, she they made her look like a junkie because yeah. that's what it is. And I was like, that's like my daughter. Like if you, if we let her stay on her iPad or whatever to specifically handheld devices, TV's not as bad, but specifically handheld devices, like she literally just flips. She's just so, just a little terror. You're like, what happened to your mood? And yes. so um, I think these are all really important things to grapple with and think about. And Again, like technology has done amazing and wonderful things. Look, I can talk to you from Idaho or if I was in Auckland, I could talk to you from Like, this is incredible. Like I'm able to like stay connected to people I really care about um, in a real and meaningful way and not having to wait like three months for a letter to cross the ocean, um, <laughs> you know, or my carrier pigeon to take it to you. But yeah, I think the warning is there without being like slap in your face preachy. Yeah. Which is how, which is how test my character was written. Like, I'm there to be like the Paul Revere without being preachy, you know? Yeah. And the interesting thing about that is I also read that this movie and maybe, you know, was part of the marketing push behind it had gone out on TikTok first, a, a teaser went out on TikTok and it went crazy. And that's when the studio realized that this was a huge audience for teenagers and 
had the rating change from R to PG-13. So it's ironic that the group that responded to it the most was responding to it without realizing that what the message was that was going to them. Yes. So maybe it went right over their head and they just liked her dancing. Exactly. I mean, I think it's probably that. (laughs) It is cool. I was actually like surprised. It's twofold for the PG-13 move. Like I was like, what do you mean PG-13? And, you know, and talking to them, I, you know, I understand that, but there's just such like amazing death scenes that happen that I won't say anything else about. So I hope they release the rated R version because that shit is cool. Like I was like, I, I want to see more. I would of that. Like to see that. Yeah. There's definitely a lot more bad language and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully that does happen. But again, like this is a movie business. So, you know, obviously the eyeballs and the people they want to capitalize on that have the pocket money were kids. It just broadened the audience. And actually like my parents, my mom and my mother-in-law, everyone was able to watch it without feeling horrible after. So it's actually kind of nice because they were able to be, it's not that scary. It's not for people who are scared, who are like nervous and don't like horror movies. It's not, it's, it's actually fun, more funny than it is. is I mean, it has scary moments for sure, but it's, it's more funny. Yeah. So it, yeah, it isn't the TikTok thing. So interesting. I'm not on TikTok. Like I, I just could not add one more thing to my life. That's where I drew the line. Although I watch TikToks that people then post on Instagram. That's exactly. Four months old. So it's like, we're just late to the TikTok party because we're saying them all. I just couldn't like my, like I'm our sister when we were in like lockdowns. Yeah, we were locked down and you guys were not you, but they were locked down in LA. And she's like, oh, we're doing these TikTok dances. And I was like, my dad was there. I'm like, we'll do, well, maybe we'll learn one. And then we're like, ah, forget it. Like, I was like, I can't, I just can't. Like, I'm not, I'm not teaching my dad choreography. Things are already tough enough. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not even teaching myself. I'm just like, just give me the cheese. My cholesterol was out of control. I'm like, I can't TikTok now. Let me just eat more ice cream. Just forget it. Let me just do more of that. But yeah, the movie's incredible. I mean, again, like the marketing, just they, they, struck gold like whoever's behind the marketing team like if you haven't seen the meet megan instagram it's really worth a look it is so funny yeah it's so funny like i'm literally like who who are you like i message i've messaged them like you're really funny but i i want to see the face to the person that does they have this one up there for all you people that know about american girl dolls like it was something like People with American Girl doll teeth live longer. It, and she has like American Girl doll teeth. I can't remember. It's something like that. And I just cracked up because my daughter loves American Girl dolls. And this is like, oh, uh, it's so funny. Yeah. So it's just genius. Like just such a fun little marketing roller coaster. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't even think about that. I We used to have American Girl dolls. I actually think Megan resembles Felicity a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a little like people are like she's like an Olsen she's a she's Felicity she's she oh this now this is really funny when I when I was young I had this I still have her my doll Amy my best friend hates that doll she's (laughs) just like a life life like baby doll blue eyes blonde hair very Megan asked and she called me she's like of course you would be in a movie where Amy grows up to be Megan ah (laughs) no She's like, I hate that doll. She would like seem like, ah, and like literally like put pillows on her. And I think she probably threw her once. I'm like, leave Amy alone. My daughter has her now. We're bonded. <laughs> what a fun movie. Chrissy, you should see it. It's so fun. It is. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I've heard the big question is who would win, Chucky or Megan? 
in the battle oh. of the dolls. I think Megan. Megan's smarter than Chucky. Way smarter. And also, like, how big is Chucky? He's not even that big. And like Chucky's ass in one second. She's in much better shape. She's smarter. She's more flexible. She can run faster. Chucky's waiting for. But that would be a good movie, Megan versus Chucky. That that would be a very good movie. I have to say, I haven't watched any Chucky stuff because again, like, I don't like horror per se. I mean, like, you know, I watched Us and I watched Get Out and I watched Nope and I've watched whatever. Like I Midnight Mass, I really liked, but but in general, but now I might I feel like I need to. I need to see what the comparisons are all about, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah watch the original, like the old one, the one from the nineties or whenever, eighties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. It's I mean, it's also kind of campy and funny. Chucky yeah. vibe. Megan's funny. And Megan's facial expressions are so it's just it's a it's a good one. And in, and when you really think about like a lot of the facial expressions are done like with robotics, it's crazy. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Like honestly, big shout out to Murrow. Like I I don't even know. I mean, also that that kind those kind of things obviously like produce a lot of kinks when you're shooting because it's you're getting used to technology and then like setting up shots it makes it it did did definitely take longer yeah it was great and actually when I was interacting with her again like she was basically lifeless in the movie I'm just generally working on her when she's lifeless yeah it's incredible and I know they're already talking about sequels like doing a sequel and I mean no one tells me anything but if they do they know where to find me that's right. In New Zealand, as we've said. In, in New Zealand. Well, right now in Idaho, but yeah, like in, in New Zealand, I'm like, call me back. Well, and the best news is for our listener, Megan is still out in theater. So you can That's just right. Right and go see yeah. it on the big screen. It'll be out for a while. Please do. It really is worth, I got to say, like, you know, some movies are like, yeah, you can wait, wait till you watch it at home. This one, I think any comedy and probably horror, like you just enjoy it more when you're around people. And this is like a, a comedy horror. I don't even know how. A comedy. Um, it's funny and and a th- it's thrilling. And so when you're in a place where everyone's laughing, that's the best part. I saw it twice. Saw, I saw it at the premiere. Yeah, how was the premiere? I saw the pictures. You look so beautiful on the. Oh, on the honey, there was a lot of money spent to look like that. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, so it's that. It was it was amazing. My favorite part was just like listening to people like oh wow, people think it's funny. And, you know, like people think this is funny. Like that is incredible. And then watching it, I made like 40 people, my friends and family, like come and watch it with me on opening night in LA. And it was just so fun to hear people laugh. And I know something's funny when my husband laughs. (laughs) Greg's the barometer. Greg is the barometer. He is cheap with the funny, you know, (laughs) he is super cheap with the funny and so he was just the whole movie like at the premiere I'm like oh my god he's having a good time he's having a good time are you on drugs are you okay <laughs> and your mom liked it right my mom liked it I mean you know I think just seeing me up there was yeah. like really delightful wow. yeah. uh, the thing is it's like so my mom is an immigrant she's from Taiwan born in China raised in Taiwan so I do think for her for her personally there's probably a lot of especially and also age-wise there's like jokes and music that's not going to be funny to her yeah. Or she doesn't understand. She's like, I don't know if I thought it was that funny. I liked it. I'm like, well, yeah, because you didn't get any of the jokes. They like all went over her head, but she still enjoyed it as a film because I think it's still, and just to think about how much, I think it was like $12 million. We made it for nothing. Yeah. You know, Blumhouse is really good at being efficient with money and yep. like, 
so I hear, I don't know, this is the first movie I've done with them, but it, it just, it does show you like, I can't believe that we can go head to head with the juggernaut avatar is that spent, I mean, who knows how much money I mean, I still have to go see it. I still have to go see it, but it makes you reminds you how much good storytelling and fine acting and like fun, how, what a long way that can go. You don't need all the shenanigans all the time. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. Blumhouse is so good. I mean, insidious, I think it's PG 13 and that shit is scary. Really? I haven't seen yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, we watched it when it was lit because he's maniac watches like things I won't even watch. Yeah. I was terrified hiding behind a pillow and I was like, how is this PG 13? I thought this was for children. Yeah. And I need to see a uh, malignant too. But again, I'm scared because no, that one's that's not fine. That one's, okay. That one's fun. Yeah. That's a good, that's a fun one. Okay. Cause I'm always slightly scared and then can't sleep. Like, mid, like I said, midnight mass kept me up, but that's cause it was, I was grappling with deep existential questions like what happens after death right. you know well, like that'll do it that'll do it you know <laughs> there's just one it. conversation in that movie where I'm like I literally was crying because I was like I don't want to die like not because anything was scary but it was me grappling with like my own existence I haven't watched that yet now I'm scared too that's that's not a good escape to the theater but Megan but Megan is buy that popcorn get your Reese's peanut butter bits or whatever they're called yeah, and- that's right my theater is full food so you could get like some wine some wine yeah okay well go and have your you know your sauvignon blanc (laughs) what it was i think it might have been even new zealand sauvignon blanc there you go we're very well known for the that's that's what we're well known for is the sauvignon that's right i i I drink it regularly in your honor of course are you drinking it right now is that what that is (laughs) (laughs) straight vodka i hide in my water bottle at work well, Jen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank this has you. been a real, real treat. We don't ever get uh, current, current people on. I know. I was like, this is so exciting. Well, I thank you for even having me. Like I literally, like a, a year ago, be like, no one wants to talk to me. Who would want to talk to me? You know, like this is, and like me. I, I, I Yeah, we will. We will talk to you. Yeah. Anytime. I'm honestly like anytime. Well, okay. Well, then I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come on again. I'm like, Ew. On the rocks, wherever they're going. Exactly. Come. Actually, that's what we should do. We should do it at night and we'll all just have a drink. Now you're thinking. Yeah, we're on well, thank you, everyone. Go watch Megan if you haven't seen it yet. I promise, promise, promise you will have a good time. And if you don't, you can find me on Instagram at Jen Van Epps and give me the business. That's fine. And I'll respond. There you but go. But I promise you, I promise you, you will enjoy it. I promise. It, yeah, I mean, I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes, but I think it's like 90 something percent. 94%. Yeah, that's right. Rotten Tomatoes says 94%. So, you know, that's big. It's right? incredible. That's incredible. It's incredible. I'll just yeah. say this. If you don't enjoy it, you're dead inside. So just go and enjoy it. <laughs> right. If you don't enjoy it, keep it to yourself. Because exactly. In the no, no. Or find me on Instagram and I'll, I'll walk you through it. That's why right. you're why you're deficient. No. <laughs> I'll explain your problems to you and tell you what crystal to hold. Exactly. That's right. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jen. This was great. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Continued success. Can't wait to visit you in New Zealand because please believe I will be. Come, honestly, come. Yeah. Come on down.